0: Hello, my gorgeous friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I am your host, Sharon Lamar, and I am so glad you're here. I'm super excited about today's conversation. We are going to talk about miracles, which is the perfect time to talk about miracles because today is Christmas Day 2023, and we are going to dig into three specific questions. Number one, do you need a miracle? Two, do you believe that the Lord can work a miracle in your life? And what does it take to receive a miracle? During the episode, I will share one of my own miracle stories and offer up several strategies that you can borrow to bring your own personal miracle to life. So I hope you enjoy the, me- the episode, and Merry Christmas. I love this topic. Let's dig in. Are you tired of feeling you don't measure up? What if happiness and the value of your life has absolutely nothing to do with your marital status or the number of children you have? Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Lamar. Listen, my gorgeous friend, I know what it's like not to measure up. You see, I failed to check all the boxes of life in the expected time frame. Then I realized the truth. God truly loved me and had so much more in mind for me than a life of fear and doubt about being single or anything else. And I'm here to share what I've learned. So, if you're ready to discover and live the life God designed with you in mind, this is the podcast podcast for you. Today is a day to celebrate. Today is December 25th, 2023, and we have at least two reasons to celebrate. The first reason, which is the lesser of the two reasons, is this is the 10th episode of the Single Christian Woman podcast. So yay! And for some reason, for me, some numbers just seem to kind of be worthy of celebration. And I think number 10 is one of them. So yay for the 10th episode. And I also want to say thank you for spending time with, the, with me each week. You know, I, I really do enjoy pondering and preparing and thinking about each episode. And while I do so, I think about and pray for you as I prepare. And I also want to thank you for your written reviews. They are so helpful. Written reviews help catapult the show into the ears of other single Christian women who are searching for the kind of content you're finding here. And I even want to today share one of the reviews that I have received that is is helping doing that very thing, spreading the word, catapulting the the podcast into other ears. And this comes from, um, the writer is... G-Y-A-F-F-X-W-J. And she wrote, Wow, what an informative podcast. I'm excited to learn more about how I can grow my relationships. This podcast speaks love, hope, joy, and especially possibilities. After listening, you definitely want to hear more. And she leaves one of those big emoji hearts. So thank you, Y-G-A-F-F-X-W-J, for taking the time to to write your review. I appreciate it. The second reason that we have to celebrate today is really quite obvious. Today is the day we celebrate the most important birth of all, the birth of our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ. And maybe today you're celebrating with a crowd of family and friends, Or maybe your celebration is smaller and more intimate. It might even be a solitary celebration. Either way, today is a day of celebration. The celebration of a miracle. The miraculous birth of Christ. And of course, at Easter, we will celebrate the miracle of the resurrection of our Lord. Let's begin our conversation today by thinking about the following three questions. Do you need a miracle? Do you believe that the Lord can work a miracle in your life? And what does it take to receive a miracle? I think those are super interesting questions. So that's what we're going to talk about today, miracles. And before we go much further, let's take a minute to define what a miracle is. And one definition that I read is, A miracle is an extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. And given that definition, which I like, a couple things sprung to my mind. And I was thinking about the 2004 film that starred Kurt Russell. You remember that about the U.S. hockey team, the underdogs at the 1980 Olympic Games, and they took the gold medal. And that would certainly be an unusual accomplishment, an outstanding event. And um, it also brought to mind, um, not really that long ago, I look at it now the date, and it is long ago, but it doesn't feel like that long ago. In 2020, I'm sorry, 2010, remember the Chilean mining accident, where 33 Chilean miners were trapped 2,300 feet underground for 69 days. And all of them were miraculously rescued alive. And there's lots of other public examples of miraculous wins and miraculous rescues. And there is another definition of miracle. And this is the one we're going to play with today. An extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. So, that definition conjures up that the event is not ordinary. It's not part of everyday life, but it's extraordinary. And that the event was beyond our human reach or capacity. It could only be manifest with divine intervention. God was needed to help the extraordinary take place. I really like that definition. So, what about you? The three questions Do you need a miracle? Do you believe that the Lord can work a miracle in your life? What does it take to receive a miracle? So let's talk today about a specific type of miracle, the personal miracles. The miracles that can be yours, um, that are personal and private, that they are rather extraordinary events that are only manifest with divine intervention in your personal affairs. So we are going to zoom in on the personal miracles, not the global miracles that we all seek, like the miracle of no poverty or what a wonderful miracle it would be if no child were hungry. We're not talking about those global miracles today, and we're not even going to talk about the kind of miracle that you are hoping takes place in someone else's life or for another person to change for us to deem it a miracle. We're going to talk about the miracle that is solely up to you and the Lord. So it's your miracle. So we're going to take a look at those questions one by one. Again, they are, do you need a miracle? Do you even believe that the Lord can work a miracle in your life? And what does it take to receive the miracle? So to answer those three questions, I want to share one of my own personal miracle stories to illustrate and also offer up possible strategies that you consider to um, use or borrow as you seek your own miracle. And you may be saying to yourself, well, I shouldn't really, I meaning Sharon, I should not share such personal things. You shouldn't talk about your own miracles or those types of events in your life. They are for your personal self. And I have held this close to my heart for a couple of years and I will still and always will hold, pers- hold parts of it very personal. The name of the person, the relationship of that person in my life. And those will always, like I said, be mine and will be held private. But the story is one, I think, to share. And I have, not surprising to you if you know me at all, because I, you know that I'm a journal keeper and I encourage journal keeping. I think it's a great way to do thought work. Um, that I captured this miracle in my journal. And the date is January 10th of 2021. And the first thing I wrote was four simple words. A miracle has happened, exclamation point. And it had. I had quite honestly fallen in love with a very important woman in my life that I had been out of love with for years. I'm not talking about romantic love, so let's not go down that road. I'm just talking about familial, kind, um, human-to-human love. And I, not only did I not love her, I didn't even like her. And I didn't like not loving her. Because not only did I find myself not loving her and not liking her, I didn't love and like myself when I was around her, when I thought about her. Because I thought it was really all her. I thought she was really too hard and too difficult to love, let alone even like. So again, not loving her didn't feel good to me. I didn't like myself when I was around her because I didn't love her or like her. And I didn't love or like me around her. And at the same time, so the poll is at the same time, I wanted to love her. I wanted to like her. I wanted a miracle and the miracle that I wanted was I wanted to fall in love with her. I wanted to love her and I thought nothing short of a miracle would make that happen. Do you ever have thoughts like that? Like you begin a sentence with, it will take a miracle for me to fill in the blank. Maybe it's, it'll take a miracle for me to actually get up and go to the gym. It's going to take a miracle for me to finish that book, whatever it is. And there were two things that I knew for sure. Number one, I could not make her any different than she was. I could not make her more lovable. I could not sit down with her and give her the full list of all the things that I thought she ought to do to become more lovable, though I did have a list. You know, I, I couldn't do that. That's not right to do. And number two, I knew that the only person I had control over was me, not her, but me. And thank heavens for that, right? Can you imagine the trouble that would ensue if we could all walk around and with our little list clutched in our hand and pull up to every person that we didn't like or love and tell them all the things they needed to do for us to like and love them? Like all of a sudden, it's all about us, right? It's not a good idea and it's not possible. Yet we try. (laughs) We still do. The only thing I could do was change me and I knew that I needed help to do that. So I turned to the only true source of hope and grace and love that could help me change and see her as he sees her. I needed to turn to God. And I submit that as you seek your own private miracle, you will come to know what I know, that the only person you can change is yourself. And really, isn't that what our human experience is all about? personal change and progress, becoming, becoming more and more Christ-like, because that is where the miracle lies, is in the becoming. So what did I do to make room for the miracle to arrive? I'm going to repeat that. I, I knew that I needed to make room for it. So what are the strategies that I used? Well, I exercised my belief in and faith in Jesus Christ. I pray to Heavenly Father in Jesus' name often. I'm talking daily, asking him to soften my heart so that there was a soft place for her to land rather than the stony, hard place that had been hers in my heart. Notice that I immediately stepped into the truth that the only person and heart I could change was mine. The second thing I did was I asked him to help me see her as he does. I asked him to help me see. I knew that it was my sight that wasn't working, so I asked for his sight. And again, I focused my eyes, not asking her to see what she needed to change, but on my eyes, what I needed to see. And I also, I coached myself doing the work that I teach my clients to help them understand and to help myself understand why I was thinking about her the way I was and seeing her the way I did and therefore being able to open up the possibilities that there were other ways to think and see. Again, I focused on changing my own mind, my own thinking, and my own sight. And I worked on the problem. I wanted the miracle and I worked to receive it. I exercised faith in Jesus Christ. I not only believe in him, I believe him. There's a difference there. To believe in Christ and then to believe Christ. When he commands me to love my neighbor, I believe him that he does not give us a commandment that's impossible to keep. So I believe him. And we can read about that in a couple of different scriptures, which I'm totally jumping into today. One of them is First Nephi chapter 3 verse 7. The Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men save he shall prepare a way for them that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. So we are commanded to love. So I believe Jesus Christ will not give us a commandment that heavenly Father will not give us a commandment except they will prepare a way for me to actually be able to do that. And also in Genesis 18, 14, we read, Is anything too hard for the Lord? No, it's not. It can be too hard for us, but it's not too hard for him, which leads us right into Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So we have lots of scripture that we can believe Christ. We can believe Heavenly Father. So what happens next? Well, I was driving to uh, the gym early one morning, and on purpose, my car was silent. I had kept the radio off because I just wanted to think. And I find that when I'm quiet and just open to listening, that's when I can receive, and when I do receive, answers and ideas and options and possibilities when it's quiet. And in that quiet, a question popped into my head. So totally thank you, Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, however you define that. And the question was, what are you willing to give up to get what you want? Now I knew what the question was referring to. It was referring to my miracle, my desire to love her. So I repeated the question out loud in the car What am I willing to give up to get what I want? And then the answer came, and I said the answer out loud, like I was responding to the question. And I said, I'm willing to give up the need to be right. And that was the answer. That was what I needed to change about myself so that I could have the miracle I sought, to love her. I knew that that was the way I could accomplish the thing that I had been commanded and wanted to do, to love I needed to let go of the need to be right. Now, is letting go of my need to be right easy? Was it easy? No. Is it easy now? No. But it is easier because I keep practicing and relying on Christ to do that, and he is strengthening me. At the moment I answered the question and saw what I needed to do, let go of the need to be right, it was amazing. Immediately, God gifted me with a glimpse of her and the way he sees her. And it's it, it's not a glimpse that was like a vision. It was a glimpse, like a feeling. It was a feeling. A feeling can be just as strong as seeing. and I dare say even more so. I felt his love for her. And then, because God is gracious and generous, he also said, Oh, and hey, Sharon, this is how I feel about you. And I felt his love for me. I mean, he is good. He is good. Well, the first question after my miracle story is, do you need a miracle? Are you thinking right now about your desired miracle? Now, maybe for you, you don't have a problem loving. So that's really easy for you. So maybe your miracle sounds something like, oh my gosh, it would take a miracle for me to quit eating chocolate and lose weight. Or maybe it's, it would take a miracle for me to quit putting myself last and finally take care of myself. It would take a miracle for me to actually feel loved and like I belong. So do you need a miracle? I'm going to say yes because I just know that there is something you feel that is outside of your reach and capability right now that needs some divine intervention. You need a miracle. The second question Do you believe the Lord can work a miracle in your life? Well, I sure hope that you do. And I know that you know that faith is a requirement of God to receive a miracle. Faith in God is a requirement for a miracle. In fact, let's just jump right now into Scripture and read a verse on this. We're going to go into Ether 12.12. For if there be no faith among the children of men... God can do no miracle among them. And there are other scripture references in Old Testament, New Testament. Again, that was in Book of Mormon. So perhaps you're seeking the miracle that you're seeking is the miracle to actually believe in him. And I would offer up that the same truths apply. Practice believing and having faith. And if you like, you can follow the steps I took on the path to my miracle. Pray and ask for his help in seeing and feeling what you need to see and feel. And then do the thought work to discover what it is that's potentially in the way of you actually laying hold on the miracle that you desire. And then last question, what does it take to receive a miracle? Well, I hope that you've picked up along the way what the steps are, or what it takes to receive a miracle. And I'm going to review them. Well, it takes faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It just simply does. Without it, you can't have it. And you also need to take action. You can't just sit there hoping your faith alone will bring the miracle. You actually need to take action. And pray with intention. Pray in honesty and vulnerability. You know, one of the best things about God is He keeps your secrets. So you can be totally honest with him when you talk with him and what you're struggling with. Be honest with him. He won't tell anybody. He'll keep your secret. It's between you and him. And then do thought work to journal and ask yourselves the question, what's between me and what I want? And be willing to be wrong. I had to be willing to be wrong. I had to be willing to not be right. So be willing to make changes that actually opens up room in your life for the miracle to appear. Because here's the deal, my gorgeous sisters. The truth is that God wants you to have your miracle. He is right now just waiting for you to exercise your faith and willingly come to him for his help. God has so much more in mind for you than settling for what's ordinary. He wants you to have the personal miracles you seek. He wants you to have the extraordinary. He is generous and good, not just to everyone else, but to you too. And I hope this episode made you think about the miraculous birth we celebrate today, but also about the miracles that can be yours if you willingly step forward in faith. If you want to talk about this or anything else, I have a spot on my calendar just for you. There's a link in the show notes to book a free session. And if you can't find a date or time that works for you, send me an email and we'll figure it out. So when next, until next time a Gorgeous Friend, know that I love you, God loves you, and he has so much more in store for you. And again, Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, my friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope that you love today's topic. If so, please share this episode with all your single girlfriends. Also, I would love to hear how it inspired you, made you think, or reminded you of truth. Please take just a moment to do two things. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next week, my gorgeous friend, know that God loves you and He has big things in store just for you.